Well, we're joined by Dave Zangaro. He covers the Philadelphia Eagles beat up there for NBC Sports and has been doing so for quite some time. And before that, he was here in Houston covering the Texans. It's always good to see you, Dave. And you are the perfect guy to talk with because as the head coaching search goes on for the Houston Texans, Jonathan Gannon out of Philadelphia is one of the names that's been interviewed. What can you tell us about what you know about Gannon and what your interactions have been like with him? Yeah, he's a relatively young coach. He's only 39, but he was someone who the Eagles have only had him for a year. They hired him when they brought in Nick Sirianni last year. And I can tell you that when the Eagles hired Nick Sirianni, one of the big reasons and one of the things they really liked about him was the staff that he had in mind. And Gannon was really the centerpiece of that staff. And uh, he's a guy, I've, you know, I, I talked to a bunch of people in Minnesota where he spent a lot of time before he was in Indianapolis. And even back then they had kind of tabbed him as a future head coach type of guy and being around him. I get it. He's uh, he's a good teacher. He communicates well. He has a lot of those qualities that you want in a head coach. And even you know, look, I don't think he had a perfect first year as a defensive coordinator from, you know, there were some games where I didn't like his plan and there were some of those little issues here and there, but overall, I mean, you watch what he does and there's a reason he's been a hot name and there's a reason his players really seem to like him. And that goes a long way. It's they don't like him just because he's a nice guy. They like him because he's a very clear communicator. Um, just this week, I was talking to a few players and what they really appreciate about him is he explains the why of everything he does. So he gets them his defense into the defensive meeting every week. And the first thing they do is go over. All right. This is our game plan this week. This is how we want to attack this offense. And here's why we're doing it. It's not just lay down the law. This is on the coach and this is what we're going to do. It's he really does. Uh, he does his due diligence and he explains to these guys exactly his reasoning for why they're doing things. And I can tell you the players I've talked to really seem to appreciate that. Yeah. Explaining the why is a really important thing, especially with young men and women of this generation, not just in football, but I think in general, you hear about, well, why? And that's something that maybe generations previously didn't ask as much, but how important do you think that is for a guy relating to players these days? Yeah, it's it's vital. And honestly, if I were hiring a head coach, those qualities in some ways would be placed above offensive or defensive scheme. You have to relate to your players. You have to get the most out of them. And, and look, some coaches do it different ways. Some guys are yellers and they get the most out of their players that way. Some guys are able to communicate and, and connect with them on other levels. And it, no matter how you do it, you just have to be genuine in it. You can't try to be another coach. Like we've seen, you know, a coach from this coaching tree will try to act like that coach. And that never works because mm -hmm. uh, you're trying to be someone you're not. I can tell you, at least from my interactions with Gannon is he's a very enthusiastic, energetic young coach. And I get why the players that have been around him like him so much. And you talk about needing to be your own man. And that is important. So naturally, if you remind you of anybody else you've encountered over the years, is there a coach that kind of, you can say, I can see him being along those same lines, maybe not the same, but along those similar lines. No, not, not someone I've been around, but I can tell you the comparison I've heard from other people in the league is to Brandon Staley, uh, who they actually have a long history together. They've, they've known each other. They played, I believe like AAU level basketball together. They grew up in the same area of Ohio. So they've known each other for a long time. And one of the main reasons they're so similar, the communication factors certainly play a role. But when you talk about defensive scheme, and it was something 
Yannon said when he got to Philly that kind of raised a lot of eyebrows. He said, I don't have a scheme. And look, of course he has a scheme. Everyone has a scheme. But what he meant by that was, I want to change week to week. I want to do whatever I can with the players I have to ensure that we're going to have a different game plan for whatever the offense presents. And it's, it's ambitious. Like it really is, but that's what we saw with Staley in his final year before he became a head coach with the Rams. And he had, he had better personnel to do that with for sure. But uh, those similarities, and those comparisons have been brought to me. And really, I mean, Staley was a, a kind of a quick rise or two in that vein, the same way it looks like Gannon's going to be. You know, we hear the term leader of men thrown around a lot when teams are searching for a head coach. How much of that do you think can mesh with who this guy is? Yeah, I mean, that, like I kind of mentioned with the, the personality aspect, I think that's paramount. And I think he has that. Um, it's, you don't just go into it saying, well, his players like him, he must be a good coach. But that does matter because you're trying to get the most out of your players and if they don't buy in, it, you're, you're, you're not going to be a good coach. I can kind of give you an example from something that happened this season uh, with Fletcher Cox, who is, you know, he's been one of the Eagles' best players, not just in the last decade, but really all time. I mean, mm-hmm. he made six Pro Bowls in a row, and he didn't have a great year this year. And there was some tension between him and Gannon early in the season. Uh, but a credit to both men, they figured it out. I mean, and Gannon, to his credit, didn't just say, Hey, Fletch, this is what I'm doing. And I'm going to do this. And I'm going to listen to what you have to say. And, you know, he sat down with Fletcher Cox and said, well, how do you think I should use you? And they went through it and he took his input and they got to a place where Fletcher started playing better and that tension subsided. I mean, you don't want that between your defensive coordinator and one of your best players. So I gave Gannon and Fletcher, but really if we're talking about Gannon, I gave him a ton of credit because he approached that, from a really understanding level. He didn't just say, I'm the coach, you're going to do what I say, and that's that. And I think that would be the inclination from a lot of coaches, trying to kind of throw their weight around a little bit in a new locker room. He didn't do that. He said, let's figure this out, like adults. And they did, and ended up helping them turn this thing around and and getting into the playoffs. Dave Zangaro, we appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Hey, hope you're down here when the Eagles face the Texans in Houston. It's in that eight-year rotation now, so hope we see you there. Yeah, I can't wait.